Hey everyone, you're listening to 101.5 UMFM Broken Headphones Podcast. Today I had the pleasure of interviewing Dakota Bear, who's an entrepreneur, rapper, writer, musician, and a social justice warrior. Hope you all enjoy. With, uh, with music, uh, yeah. it was really just writing at first. I never planned to... Um, like when I was younger, really pursue music until I I was uh got into like my teenage years. But when I was younger, I was just going through so much uh in my home life because of my family dealing with addictions and the effects of residential schools and uh writing was always just a way for me to kind of like express myself, I guess let some of the things out. Um and just a way of like processing all of the things that were going on around me. Um, and while I was, you know, while I was, while I was going through my own processes, um, I really got drawn to towards poetry. Um, so the more that I did poetry, the more that I kind of got into rhymes and rhyming, um, the more that I started to, uh, just really focus in on that and actually I think I was like 12 or 13 or something like that when I watched 8 Mile um with Eminem and I wasn't really into rap like I wasn't really into music at all right I was just mostly like writing and drawing and stuff but watching that movie um like a lot of the story resonated with what I was going on with like having you know just like uh, the struggles at, at home and, you know, really empowered me to see how people could use music as a way to express themselves, tell story and like pursue it right. As a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I, uh, I got the soundtrack that came with the movie. Uh, and I just started listening to all sorts of hip hop after that and right re- actually writing hip hop songs. And it wasn't until I was 16 that I started recording those songs um and as soon as i got a microphone and it wasn't anything special just a microphone i could plug into the computer and then learn like on youtube how to mix and edit things um as as soon as i was able to do that i felt like i was really like set on my path like okay i could really do this like i got the tools or i got the little microphone i can write you know i was finding different beats and and from there um, I really stuck with it, man. That's what brought me all the way over to Vancouver because at 19 years old, I packed my things and I had opportunity to come out here for like a few weeks just, just to like, I had a place to stay for a few weeks. That was it. But uh, I was really determined and, you know, I'm still out here pursuing it and just hoping to, you know, hoping that what I'm doing resonates with, with other youth and they can see that and empowers them, you know, to pursue what 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 they're passionate about. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like just like hearing you hearing you talk like as a person um, inspires me. And I mean, if we're talking government terms there, I feel like, you know, I'm still a youth. I'm, I'm 22 now. So, uh, you know. oh, yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> for sure. Young man, 22. Yeah, bro. You know, I'm still I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, you know, I also kind of have a unique voice. So how do you uh refine your process without falling into the to the flock like of all the other rappers like yeah but you know still make it like enjoyable like that yeah yeah no doubt uh it's fun 
funny because when I first started doing, um, when I first started recording myself, I used to be, I guess, really monotone, like, like being able to carry like a cadence in your voice, being able to like show that emotion through your voice isn't something that, because I, I, I was in high school and I ran into like young rappers too. And all of a sudden like, you know, homie never ever made a song before and just wrote some bars and like hops on. And then all of a sudden he's just got like this natural flow. It was crazy. I couldn't understand that because um, like for me, it was more the writing process that came a bit easier. But when it came down to actually like creating, even creating like the verse structure you know was something that i struggled with until i found out like what a bar was in music um like i guess like musically like bar a bar is just like a measurement right and i never realized that before um and so when i found that out it really helped me carry like rhythm over the instrumental but didn't really help with my cadence um the more that i practiced the more and I've written so many songs that just never see the light of day, but I always practice those songs. And I find like the more that I do it, the more I naturally had started to find like that cadence. And um, to be honest with you, man, I don't listen to a lot of hip hop music. I don't actually listen to like a lot of music in general, to be honest. Um, you know, but I find that just being able to, um, you know, draw those inspirations to, from wherever they may come uh, and continue to practice is so important. I heard, I I forget where it's from, but it's like, you know, professionals and what they're doing, it usually takes like 10,000 hours. Mm -hmm. Like let's say if you're like playing basketball or if you're skateboarding or something, it's like, you know, after you put in those 10,000 hours, you know, people, you're starting playing on like another level, you know? And so I think that goes the same with music, you know, whether that be writing, whether it be practicing, I used to freestyle a lot, like just put a beat on and just freestyle over it and then just do it again and do it again, do it again. Um, until, you know, my first, very first YouTube comments were, man, this guy is trash. Like his, his voice is so monotone. Like he's got absolutely like no rhythm. (laughs) I was like, damn, man, that's harsh, but that's the way that YouTube is, bro. That's like the reality of like, you put yourself out there, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get that. So I think one of the biggest things is just, you know, believing in yourself first. Cause, uh, you know, especially like the youth, they have so much talents and passions and sometimes it's just stepping out that comfort zone, right. Being able to, you know, that's where all the growth happens, bro. is outside that comfort zone, you know? Um, and, and just ignore people that, that, that have, you know, any negative feedback, uh, you know, like, I took like positive criticism, but when it comes to just like, Oh, like you're trash, whatever. And those are the things you just got to block out and keep moving, man, honestly. And, uh, yeah, like I said, just the more that you do it, the more that you'll naturally find your cadence and, uh, it'll just be you. It'll be yours, you know? Mm. Yeah, totally. I, um, yeah, YouTube's a, YouTube's a harsh place. It's almost as harsh as like a live room on Xbox. Those are like, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta take a lot of that. Um, I, I mean, something that I, I don't like really like talking about like that much, but like, how do you, how do you deal with like, um, negative emotions, like, like jealousy? Like how, how do you, how do you deal with that? Like, uh, for me, there's there's um, there's a, a stoic saying that's like uh, jealousy comes from the 
the thing of like survival and worrying that there's not enough sort of opportunity for everyone. So if you can convince yourself or if, you know, you can remind yourself that like, yeah, there's enough opportunity for everyone and, you know, including yourself and them, it's like, you'll be less jealous. And I feel like that's helped me a lot to like conquer that sort of like feeling and, and negative emotion. But like, how do you, how do you do that? Cause I, I can imagine it's like, yeah, it's, it's always pretty hard. I feel. Yeah, no doubt. Like, you know, and even from like the other perspective of just like, you know, envying where other people are at, you know, and, and wanting like, you know, with music, it's, it's a grind too, right? Like it takes a long time to gain recognition, uh, uh for hip hop artists and producers, like, et cetera. It's just, it's a, a long process. And like throughout that process that you feel those emotions, right. Of like jealousy of like, yo, I could rap better than that guy. I could do it better than that person and a bit envy. Um, but like, I find just like, you know, grounding yourself and trusting the process of like where you're at. And that's the thing is it's like, you know, as you get older, you start to value time more right and start to realize like the value of, of time because it it goes so quickly when you're young and you don't realize it, it just kind of slips through your hand but you know i'm almost 30 years old now i'm 28 and i got two kids and for me just that val defining that value in time you know uh and being able just to be present you know and happy with where i'm at you know and grateful for with where i'm at um and when it comes to like music, you always kind of want to be at that like next level too. Right. But I find just like trusting the process and being able to, you know, um, have that faith and have that passion to keep going. Um, and, and any negative emotions that you may feel too. And this is what I've learned just from growth is being able to actually like ground yourself, you know, and, and that can be any negative emotion you know, that could, that could be any negative emotion that you're dealing with. Um, and I'll circle back to the medicine wheel, you know, the medicine wheel has so many great teachings. And a part of those teachings is recognizing that we have different parts of ourselves. Like one is our physical selves and, you know, we can work on our physical selves through, you know, doing a workout through doing exercise. It's actually one of the easier things to do is other aspects that are a bit harder, like your mental self. And those are the, things processing your different emotions and understanding where you're at and even um and even um your spiritual self right and so being able to offer to being able to be grateful for today and what today has brought you know and, and and even just to be here for another day um and your emotional self you know being able to understand and process you know why am i feeling like this being able to unpack emotions being able to talk with people in a healthy way and communicate, you know, with somebody that's close to you when you have these feelings that are like bottling up. Right. And so that's like kind of just building off of like some of those negative emotions, but even like going bigger than that, like, how do we deal with those just like emotions in general? How do we be able to like stay present, stay grounded? Because that's so important, you know, for me, I'm happy. Like I've been doing this for like almost 12 years, like music in general, I've been doing this for like almost 12 years. And there's a lot of times that I just like, wasn't sure, you know, where it was going, you know, but I felt like I was always passionate about it. Like I always just kind of like thought about, you know, what drives me to do it and, and where's my passion at with it. And that helps me stay, you know, connected and it helps me continue with the drive. Um, 
and and honestly that's what it's about man it's about the journey everybody's so kind of caught up of like where you're going you know like you want to be there already but it's it's like actually like the journey and the process of getting there that's what's special about it um so like almost 12 years man and i've had a lot of growth a lot of experiences you know within that 12 years um and i met a lot of people along the way some people i'm still connected with some people i'm not but i i and i would always remember like I wish I was already there. Like I wish I was already at that spot that I'm trying to get at. But what I've realized is that like, I need to be at a certain, like if I want to level up and get to that next level, then I need to be at a spot where I'm like also leveling up spiritually, like consciously. So you can be able to handle that, you know, because well, what's your intentions? Like, what do you want to do with this music? Do you want fame? Do you want money? Do you want all of those things? Because those things, like if you just look at it, like, and, and even look at like the artists and people that you follow, how those things can change people and like and not in a good way you know and so it's just like what are your values and intentions why do you want to do this for me i want to use music as a vehicle to continue to drive these messages to youth and in, in, in a different on a different medium so i could i could we could do this podcast i could talk about different various topics in 30 minutes and i could also take those same topics and put into a song in three in three minutes Mm -hmm. right and so putting that same message in there and being able to have that live on forever i'm not concerned about what are like the benefits or rewards from doing that i'm more concerned about where are my values and like what am i what am i focused on what are my goals here so then everything else just becomes secondary and the the hustle and everything else it doesn't seem so bad or so long because i'm staying focused i know what i'm i know why i'm doing it right yeah um you still there? Oh, I think your audio may have cut out. Yo, it's my bad, man. My internet's super spotty. Could could you hear me? Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's yeah, no, it's uh, it's an internet age, and yeah, it's tough. No, yeah, I feel like um, I feel like that was a, a really good answer. Do you still want to add on to that? <laughs> No, no, man. I think that was good. You know, just being able to stay focused, just being able to know why you're doing it and, and stay passionate and then just finding those ways to continue to ground yourself You know, when those emotions come up. You know, I think that's big. And uh, I think a lot of young people are really emotionally intelligent, man. Uh, and they're living a lot younger, you know, their feelings and how to work through them. And, and music is actually a part of that and, and another way to work through them too. So, yeah. And those are great questions so far, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks. One, what I'm curious to know is how do you know when you are doing um, doing the right thing or the or the virtuous thing? Because like I know that you're uh, interested in uh, in business, but you know there's a lot of people on both on both ends that are like, yeah, we need more like indigenous entrepreneurs and more BIPOC entrepreneurs, and then there's a lot of people that are like uh, really down with uh that are like no we don't need like no more um capitalism and i know you've answered this before but like yeah how do you uh stay stay true to that and how do you navigate it It, no man honestly is a good question and um i think like one of like the biggest answers to is just like staying authentic to who you are your values and again like why are you doing this so if i was looking to learn business and and this is another thing that i teach young people before i'm about to teach them business is i'm actually not here just to teach you business because if i was then um then i'm actually going backwards in what i'm trying to do um 
so for me, it's always been um, when I'm teaching young people to understand that even before that, like this modern world is really brief. Like 500 years is like a small little clip of how long we've actually been here and existing with each other. So if we were to go back and be able to relearn these things, these systems, these ways of being, because we were already like, we wasn't called entrepreneurs, but we already had um, uh, an economy that was thriving and existing because the way that that worked is that like, I have something that I either created or picked or medicine or harvested. It was a tool that I created and I have something that you don't have and you have something that I don't have. So we may, we have an medium of exchange. We trade it. Right. And so now I have this and you have that this day and age, you actually use money. So that's our medium of exchange is like you, I need that. And I have this and we switch over. Um, and there's a lot of problems with that. That's comes with capitalism, but, um, indigenous people have already had thriving economies and we already had thriving ways of governance systems and all of these things, languages, kinship systems. We had already, all of this is something that we've already had. Um, one of the biggest issues that we face and that the Canadian state, um, continues to, um, continues to, um, through their policy and, and through, um, the way that, the system is set up is to um, is for us to continue to live in poverty through dependency. And actually, that's actually a part of colonialism. So colonialism, um, as uh, Arthur Manuel, like indigenous leader from the West Coast, has stated, is that it's made of three parts, right? So the first part is dispossession. So dispossess us from our lands, our territories, our resources. The next thing is to make us dependent. And they made us dependent through rations. Like they'd actually just give us small amounts of food to the Indian agents. And like a lot of times it was rotten and it was spoiled. And so when you're able to make people dependent on like your rations, which is now called like government relief, which translates to like welfare, you have more control over those people. Right. Uh, and the, and, and another part of that too is oppression. So for me walking into this space, into this modern world to the forefront of what I'm trying to teach other young people is how do we revitalize those economies with what we already have to ensure that we do it in a way that's there's reciprocity. It's rooted in reciprocity. You only take what you need and you continuously give back, right? As Nihiao people back in the day, we wouldn't just overhunt one place until there was nothing. We would continuously move around. So then that part can regenerate and then we would move on and anything extra that we had, we'd give back to our community. So decolonial clothing is grounded and rooted in community, our community initiatives, giving back and mentoring youth on all these different levels and platforms. So that's how we do it. Like those are my values and that's what I stand for. And that's why I do it to continue to rebuild that. Right. And so we can rebuild up, uh, so we can build up each other and build and, and give back to our communities. So reciprocity is a huge value of mine, right? And it's not just like take, take, take. The, the, the biggest problem with Western capitalism right now is that it's only take, 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 and it's only greed, and that's what fuels it. And that's what's made us to where we are right now. It's because people have only are only concerned with individualism themselves. Indigenous people, you know, all across the world, um, have always had their values rooted in um, the collective, in the community. 
right? We measure our success as a collective, the collective of all of us, not just one of us. And so that's what we need to get back to. How do we, you know, it's not for me, how do I be just the biggest um, rapper ever in the whole world, right? It's how do I learn as much as I can from the music industry? How do I how do I make enough to provide for my family and give back to my community while lifting up young people while I'm doing it? Hey, you want to learn music business? You want to learn about syn- uh, synchronization licenses, mechanical royalties? You want to learn how to, you know, sign up through SoCan and start getting money for your royalties through radio play? Like all of those things that I've learned are things that I'm continuously teaching to other young people when they're asking me. Taking time to do these conversations for youth like this right here giving back you know and and time is very valuable and so being able to do sit downs and and even just hopping on the phone i have youth that i'm staying in contact with just like hey dakota um do you mind telling me how to do like this this and this through my website and i'm like yeah of course you know i hop on like a call for 10 minutes and kind of walk them through that process um so i think at the like at the end of the day it's just like why are you doing this like What's your mission? What's your goal? Because if you're doing it just for money, then it's great and you're doing it for the wrong reasons and you're actually contributing to the bigger problem. But if you're doing it in a way that's like good and you're following your traditional like ways of being, which is reciprocity, give back, look out for youth, look out for elders, and you're doing it in a good way. And we live in a modern world. And so our medium of exchange is money right now, you know? And who knows? Maybe in like 20 years, it's going to be something else. Maybe it's Bitcoins and ethereum or something like and we don't even have a physical piece of paper to 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 exchange with but i think just making the best with what we got um you know knowing that we are in a tough situation all across like turtle island indigenous people but having uh, empowerment knowing that you know we have tools right now to to help build ourselves up and and just keep in mind that you know we, we have other young people that are coming up and how can we continue to give back to them you know um but one last question before uh before we wrap this up is what can we look for uh in the future for sure man um so yeah i appreciate you man you know reaching out and and just creating this space so you know we can we can hopefully empower and inspire other youth you know maybe they come across this and there's something that's useful to them and that's always my hope right um what's next for decolonial what's next for me is just continuing to do what we do you know um indigenized spaces decolonized spaces everywhere we go it's like you know how how can we create this space and make it our own for example bro i didn't tell anybody this yet but decolonial clothing is actually going to be in Foot Locker in september like 13 foot lockers <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like have to have decolonial you know say like land back decolonize in a full locker that's what we mean man you know it's like taking back those spaces empowering young people are going to get their nikes and also seeing land back and decolonize man how empowering is that you know (laughs) oh that's that's still i'm gonna cop a pair (laughs) real so it's like you know and that's the place that i always shopped and it was just crazy when they reached out you know and you know we do a lot of things in the background but we always do with the best intentions you know going through it we do a lot of offerings you know we smudge we pray we keep it grounded man we keep it humble we keep it moving and that's just the best way to do it you know when you know why you're here you know what you're doing and it comes with time bro it comes with prayer it comes with meditation it comes with staying away from toxic things like drugs and alcohol and those friends that want to bring you down and 
you think that they're homies, but they're actually not your homies. You know, it's like, I've been through all that. I've been through so much addictions, bro. I've been through, so I had to climb my way out of it. And thankfully, like, you know, I had my, my young daughter there that I had to do it for. I had to do it for myself, my family. I've been through a lot, man. A lot of youth have been through a lot. And I think it's just being able to, to, to um, realize that we're here for a reason. Everyone, you, me, everyone listening to this podcast, we have a mission, we have a purpose, and it's through time we'll find that. But until then, practice. Get involved as much things as you can. Play sports, play basketball, go skateboarding, try draw, do art, listen to more music. Uh, try acting bro you never know man all of a sudden like i had a friend she had no clue that she could draw literally she she was like you know 27 years old 28 years old she had no clue and then she started drawing one day like six months later she's like drawing portraits and bo- both to do tattoos and all this crazy stuff and her whole, whole life you know so it's like you know just just trying those new things man stay confident know that you're here for a purpose um and and uh you know just support each other you know continue continue to lift each other up man it's it's only up from here we've been through a lot we've been through a lot of struggles as you know bipoc as indigenous youth but we're still here we're still healing uh and i just hope to be a part of that man i hope to be a solid role model for my kids uh for other young people and just be accessible you know when i'm out in public you know i'm here man you know say what's up you know, slap me adapt. See what's good. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really about community and making connections, bro. You know, I'm not on some like, other, 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 other shit. So I, I, I really want to stay involved um, with youth and and be that person to help elevate them, support them any way that I can, bro. So again, I appreciate you taking the time to reach out and, you know, get us connected on here, man. I hope, you know, I hope there was a lot of value in it and, and, and I hope you found some value in it and, you know, we could just keep the conversation going. For sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see each other in the future. <laughs> yeah, for sure, bro. For sure, we can happen. One, thanks for listening to the 101.5 UMFM Broken Headphones podcast. That was the interview with Dakota Bear. And make sure to check him out on Instagram at Dakota Bear Official. He has a new song with Dreesus called Circles. Uh, pretty hot feature. Uh, yeah, hope you all tune in and uh, can't wait for next time.